Herald of Steel beckons. War on the horizon. Chaos reigns supreme. But who will save us? Beckons of the Herald of Steel is a 5th edition homebrew campaign. It is a high fantasy and old school flavored campaign run by me, the young Rognard, and my friends. Let's meet those friends now. I am Anthony Santiago, and I'm playing Norhill Hammerstone, Dwarven Fighter. I'm Jared, and I'll be playing Jarzak, the Orc Warlock. I'm Ryan, and I'm going to be playing Klika, the Goblin Sorcerer. I'm Veronica. I'll be playing Anton, the Human Cleric. While many prophecies are written, our story has yet to be completed. Follow us into adventure. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. It is I, Grognard the Young, the Young Grognard, kicking it to you with the campaign, The Beckons of the Herald of Steel, with the adventure series, The Elders, and the quest, The Value of Life. Our party uh, has just finished up beating the snot out of some piggies, or at least some half pigs, or whatever you want to call them. Lycanthropes, I guess, is the term for it. I don't know. This whole PC culture. Lycanthropes, actually. Yeah, well, I'll lick in your throat later when nobody's looking. Wrap <laughs> um, that. I'm looking to lick and throttle you if you keep this up. <laughs> but anyway, our party is on a little bit of a side quest, uh, hoping to figure out what it is out there in the Thalvir Wood, the northern Thalvir Wood beneath Glory Wake, what it is that's been killing all the scouts. The party encountered a group of orcs out there uh, and found some battle plans, which may severely change the outcome of the Gorgethian uh, raids that are going to be happening. Um, and the party now has located the small waterfall section where apparently a were tiger has taken up residence. Uh, after throttling the, uh, the were boars there, the party now sees her standing behind the waterfall, coming out with her bow drawn, and asking why it is that one of the were boars are being shackled up in manacles. Um, after the din of battle has come to a near stop, everybody looks up and sees this were tiger looking back down at them. Um, just setting the scene a little bit more again. This creature looks to be about the size of a human, a tall human, if that. Um, and seems to be wearing what could only be described as regal and comfortable attire. Um, if somebody has a history uh, or... Yeah, I'll, I'll take history, I think, is probably the best. Five. Okay. Six, 18. 18. Okay, both of you guys are able to tell that this looks to be elven clothing that this were-tiger creature is wearing uh, upon first glance, and Klika knows somehow that this looks like noble clothing, as if this creature is either wearing the clothing stolen from some sort of a noble or itself maybe, I don't know, just has a finer taste. From what Jarzak knows of the were-tigers, uh, they often are proud and have a good sensibility to them about fashion and artwork. So this could make some semblance and sense. But the party looks up at this were-tiger and the were-tiger growls down to the party with bow drawn and aiming an arrow down at Jarzak who finished shackling this were-boar. And this thing growls down and says, 
What are you doing with my friend? Oh, this one, this one attacked us with his buddy, and uh, now we're gonna take him back to our place. You think you can just take him? Yep. But <laughs> that between its its feline upper lip, little flappy things, you hear a high pitched little whistle as all of a sudden three more werebore come trudging out behind the waterfall and join the ranks behind her. I mean him. And at this point, the were tiger says, I could send many more. You are not welcome here. Leave this place and leave him. Okay, we're leaving. And with that, the thing kind of like cackles a little bit to itself and says, good. And send more of those scouts. My friend's hunger. Uh, yeah, as Jarzak goes to walk away, uh, he's just going to pull the the <laughs> like a throat guy with him. <laughs> and so with that, um, okay. I mean, as you start going, a single arrow goes flying out. I dodge. Is Nora within five feet? Of Jarzak? Yeah. You yeah. were? Uh, can I use my reaction to give the shot disadvantage? Sure. Okay. And with that, the arrow dinks off your shield instead as you hold it up preparing for this sort of thing. And with that, the were tiger says, you would not be happy if I were to maybe assist those orcs you do not like. Perhaps I, I can tell them of different routes into the city. I think you misunderstand what guarantee do we have that you'll not just attack us anyway as soon as we release your friend? Do we need some sort of leverage in this situation? As soon as we get to some place safe, he'll be free to go. And so with that... Your threat holds no weight. There are no orcs. Is that a bluff? <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. Says the orc. Yeah. <laughs> I, one orc still draws breath in this. Um... But with that, the, uh, the were-tiger looks down at you with like a lifted eyebrow. Uh, I guess if tigers have eyebrows. And it seems to take a pensive pose, lowering the bow a little bit and says, you release it here. You have my word on my honor. Inside, please. You'll understand if I have doubts about the honor of a murderer and a brigand. And so with that, the... Creature lowers its bow like completely to its side and takes again a, a harder pensive pose and says, Who is to say I murdered anyone? I got a 16. A 16? He seems to be telling like some semblance of an honorable truth here. Like he's not looking to go any further. But with that, um, anyway, continue, Morel. Or sorry, Anton. Whomever. I don't fucking care at this point. Somebody yell something at me. Did Klinka ever get off the ground? I know one of my combat's last round, I failed a check on difficult terrain. I don't. Did combat end before I got back to my turn and I stood up? I mean, we can say you made a snow angel before you stood up. Oh god, that feels Klinka-ish, right? Yeah, I mean, at some point she had time to clock a tiger and be like, "That's nice clothes." <laughs> don't know He's just you. laying there on the ground and yeah. snow angel like, "Oh shit, sweet threads." Yeah. Check out the drip on that licking drop. <laughs> I don't like any of this. All right. Sorry. So what's what, what Anton or Norhill, save us, please. Anton just... Go ahead. 
It's just like you're you're an ally of the orcs, an ally of the invaders. And with that, the tiger kind of growls a little bit and says, I am an ally of no one. And he just gives a nod and he's like, we were simply investigating with work from Glory Wake of murders in the wood. And so with that, the tiger kind of beckons back and says, have you found all you're looking for? We're not totally, we're not sure to be honest. It seems <laughs> you're kind, maybe the one killing them. Am. The many, the few scouts who survive uh, from these woods all speak of humanoid-ish uh, beastly monsters attacking them. And so with that, um, the were-tiger kind of shifts a little bit and you for a second see the shift take a little bit less of like an aggressive stance. I can get an insight real quick from somebody on that one. Nobody roll it. Call his bluff. I'll give advantage yeah. to both Klika and Norhill on this one. Dang it. Oh. I 12. So that's 14. That's better. Okay. Klika got a 15. Okay. And what do we got from Anton and Jarzak? 12. 3. Okay. So this gesture is lost on Anton, but not on Norhill or Klika, who, again, were the ones who recognized the elven clothing, correct? Oddly enough, what you notice on the in-between when the uh, when the were tiger like shifted at the comment there, um, the way that it places its arms by its side and sort of shifts its head down is this strange, weird like moment taking you back to elvish customs. And you notice for just a split second, almost like the elvish sign of embarrassment, as if like weirdly like. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say like a facsimile of elvish shame, but there's almost like a weird shameful pose that happens for like a split second. And the were tiger sort of like adjusts itself and says, if my children, my friends and brethren need to eat, so be it. They have every right to be here as much as any human, dwarf, orc, goblin. Now, I'm not sure that I would argue against your right to eat but I would argue against your right to kill Amarothian military for food. And with that, um, the tiger kind of shifts again and kind of laughs a little bit and says, my, my, have the ripples on the shoreline forget the sea. And with that shifts again, taking a few strides away from the uh, werebore up there on the ledge, getting closer to you guys as it like moves a little bit towards the side ledge and says, do you really think that the kingdom of Amaroth has any right to claim these lands as its own? And both of you two with that sense of like, is this elfish stuff? This is starting to sound like that good old fashioned elfish like we were here first talk. And pretty much everybody's picking a little bit up on that sensibility there as it says, my people owned these lands. My people forfeited them to let you people have refuge. And now you demand that I submit? I, we demand that you live in peace just like everybody else. With a snarl real quick, almost taken off guard by this comment, the tiger barks back at you and says, if I'm to live in peace, they are to die. If I die, they will die as well. 
From what Wait, I understood. Who's they? And with that, he gestures over to the wereboar. Oh, okay. Says, they that... live amongst me, and I have given them new home. And as he gestures like that to them, Jarzak, you feel that heat in your side from where you got tusked before start to warm up a little bit in a strange, like, stomach-churning kind of sick feeling as you see the one in the shackles on the ground right before you shift in a most brutal and unpleasant way as you see the tusks go back into its, like, jaw and its face start to, like, shift and mold. You hear bones cracking and flesh stretching and pulling as this thing takes on the form of a bugbear wearing scrappy clothing and as it sits there before you you look up and see that the were tiger has its fingers kind of aimed at it and almost like pulling strings like a puppeteer and says i sense another in my flock looking over at jarzak and says my apologies as it kind of like gestures with its bow and says you may live here as well in peace but i warn you if you are to leave you may not have the same gifts as the others. Hands out looks for Jarzak really quick. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't know if there's something he can do. Like, does he anything that cured lycanthropy? What what gifts are you talking about? And with that, the tiger kind of lifts its teeth up a little bit with a little bit of a snarl as it shows these big giant tusky teeth, and it holds a hand over towards you and begins to pull its fingers back. And you feel the most insane headache you have ever felt in your entire life as you feel your eyes pulling into your skull and your bottom jaw cash registering out a little bit. And as you feel this and sense like one snap, like an oak log being chopped by an axe, you feel the bone crack in your jaw as you feel it stretching out. And in this intense pain, all of a sudden it stops. And everybody saw your jaw kind of stretch a little like animatronically out a little bit. And the were tiger pulls its hand back and says, uh, so long as I live, I will be your master. Oh, this doesn't feel like a gift. And with that, you see the, uh, can I get another insight real quick? <laughs> like this doesn't feel like a gift. Funny. <laughs> Just return it, return it. 10. 18. Another 15 from Klika. And what did Jarzak get? 10. Okay. Uh, so everybody except for Jarzak can tell that there is a look of almost like a, like a glimmer at the, at the comment about the gift there. There's like a weird glimmer of, of, again, this like shamed posture or something like that. As the tiger says this, it kind of like almost retreats into itself for a second. As if that pride of its kind kind of like lets down a little bit. But it goes back to its hard pose there, crossing its arms, flashing its fancy scimitar at its side. <clears throat> Anton just looks and he looks at Jarzak and he says, I'm not sure what has come upon him, but you should know someone is after you. That is the reason we were planning on bringing one of your kins, kinmen. I can't talk. <laughs> Marco Miniman. <laughs> Um, Back to glory. One of your lichen kin. And so, god damn it. <laughs> your lichens. Um, <laughs> yikes. Um, but with that, he says, there will always be those on the hunt, and I will always be the victor. For if I die, the curse will still remain. All those above me will still hold their heritage. 
not sure what you mean, but I kind of look toward the rest of the party and I'm like, I don't know if it's worth bringing one of them back. So does that mean the ones below you would lose it? And so with that, it kind of ruffles its cape a little bit by its side and it says, leave this place. I have many, many children to follow me in this flock and they will be here within the hour if I so beckon them. And it looks down at you specifically, Jarzak, and says, and I think I could crush your will if I had to, and you would join me like them. Sure, their shaman protected them from much of it, but one arrow through the head, and there was no more protection for them. These bugbear belong to me, just like the other elves of the wood, the orcs who have fallen to me as well. Leave this place. Uh, I think <laughs> before we go, if that's what we're about to do, and Elvish, Klika's going to ask, um, or Klika's going to say, we, we met a werewolf, um, and he was in the elven wood too. Um, we, he helped us out once and we sort of helped him. Um, and also Klika just really likes your clothes. Uh, if tigers could look confused, uh, this one does, uh, that split second and it kind of like is taken aback by this. And you see again, another one of these almost like folds in the poker face as the wear tiger shifts a little bit and looks back down at you with a, like a more pensive glare than ever on anybody else. But almost as a way of you almost like rosebudding him real quick and just being like, hey, remember your childhood, bitch? Like all of a sudden this thing just like is broken down a peg and it looks down at you and says in the elvish tongue and says, what do you know? Um, Does anybody well, else speak elvish? No? Okay. I, I don't think so, no. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I have the potion friend of the elves, but I don't know how they'll help us. I mean, do, does it seem like this thing might speak uh, Infernal? <laughs> I, I think so. Klika um, knows all sorts of stuff, but um, we had to go into the elven wood to meet with a man and now we're trying to help his sister, but um, we we need to also make sure that the people who come out here are going to be safe too, because if they're not out here, then the orcs could come in, and then a lot of people will get hurt. So at the line mentioning somebody helping their sister and having said it like that, you see him kind of, again, lower his stance a little bit, and he says... Why would you help him? In the Elvish, uh, by the way. All this is in Elvish. He's kind of almost, at this point, it seems like Norhill, Anton, and Jarzak aren't even there anymore. Also, Klika's Elvish is, um, is undoubtedly worse than her common. So, uh, but uh, Klika will uh, look back up and say, what do you ask? Why would we help him yeah um well 
he used to work for some bad people and then he stopped and was helping other people who didn't want to work for those bad people anymore. And he gave us some information about how to stop the bad people for a long time. And he, the, his sister was still with the bad people. So we're trying to help him now because he helped us. And so with that, you can tell as the uh, weird tiger kind of nudges its head a little bit towards the boars behind it. And they all, under great strain, go back behind the waterfall into that cave. It seems like they all very much so were begging for a fight. And they're all just standing there kind of snarling, looking at you guys like a fresh meal. But under heavy duress, they all scoop back. And this were tiger begins to shift in its form against the stones up there on the ledge until it takes on the form of what could only be described as um, a very regal and strong-looking elven man who looks kind of ragged and haggard by years, if not decades or centuries of living outside of like elven like home. You know what I mean? And so with that, he looks to you and he says in the elven tongue again, this time without the tiger face, now with a much more sing-songy tone to his elvish voice, he says now to you and he says, is your quest to help those trapped in darkness? Is that why you have come here? Do you seek me? And all of a sudden, you can see the elf kind of take a couple steps back, look up at the sky, which at this point, after everything that's happened in conversation, night is falling soon-ish, and looks up at the sky and says, blessed be the stars, Shaisir be praised, and looks down at you and says, are you my star? Um... No, Klika no, doesn't know any about that, but we're if you need help, Klika can t- try and help. With if that, the elf you'll takes, stop hurting the people coming in here. The elf takes one single knee and says, They said this day would come, the stars would align, and a child of destiny would be born. Have you come to me? Do you offer me salvation, child of destiny? Is that Klika? And so with that, the elf now kneeling while above you kind of like jumps down from the ledge ungracefully and kneels in the snow, shivering under the cold. And with that, it says, I am Sirithal. I will help you as I can, child of destiny. Now, I will say this much, listening to his wavering, cracking voice and all this, it, it may be a crapshoot if this guy is a bit unwell, you know? This hmm. may be a strange, like, him looking for something when he's saying this. But at the same time, this could be, like, his genuine belief. You know what I mean? Now, having heard this, if I could get a knowledge of religion, that would be pretty, pretty sweet. I'll even nice. have a knowledge yeah. of nature or history as well. Well, I got a one on my religion, so can I roll a history instead? Yeah, I'll give it to you. I got ten religion. Nice, got nine on my history. That'll be 17 knowledge of history. Okay. This is for everybody? Yeah, if if anybody has uh, nature. Third option? Oh, yeah, nature is the one I have. Yeah. Soft 20. 
There we go. Get there. All right. So pretty much everybody except for Kalika has some semblance of an idea that the elves and certain very old religions turn to the stars and constellations and natural, you know, phenomena as like religious or spiritual things as if having faith that the natural world can tell you things about the cosmos at large. And then on a weird macro micro scale, things kind of like weirdly reflexively affect each other, almost like the butterfly effect um, to put it, I guess, in its most simple terms. Jarzak knows very specifically that this stuff usually comes from like constellations and ideas that stars as they brighten and dwindle in the cosmos with different you know, perspectives you have from where you are will mean different things. And different people born under certain nights will have different constellations to sort of dictate their destiny and their stuff. Uh, hearing about, um, wait a minute, this is all in Elvish. How the hell yeah. did you about? Hey, that, wait a minute. That, that, click, that's I got why, a one. <laughs> I was confused. Yeah, that's why. Here, 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 here. I'll pull it back. I'll pull it back. Everybody, when they hear the Elvish words for the stars and that whole stuff, like uh, we'll say the word seer was the word for it, C-Y-R. Uh, word for the elven word for stars seeing this person taking these seeing these weird movements and everything it seems safe to guess that this is an elf speak uh, religiously that's okay what we're doing. that that is why i asked if this was for everybody i'm just like why is everyone else it rolling me at that point <laughs> but and naturally quick is the only one who didn't understand but only yeah. in the actual conversation but okay um and we'll say that much uh, beyond that, I mean, there's certain nuances that Jarzak could know about this, but we'll just say that the ability for you to judge an elvish word from that, I'll, we'll say that your 20 was able to pull you into that conversation like that. But Sweet. beyond that, okay. And so with that, yeah, this elf just kind of kneels there saying he'll help you in any way he can. And he says, I will offer you respite. I will tell my, my people to hunt elsewhere. If your destiny lies in glory wake, I will not bring harm to those scouts. Um, well, thank you very much, Syrathal. Syrathal. Um, and gives another, gives another gesture as if embarrassed to correct you and says, I would beg of you, child of destiny, as he starts to scuttle through the snow and he like stands up and takes a few gentle strides towards the party. Um, is anybody else like feeling a way about him just running up and approaching the park? Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, immediately unshifts, drops down, <laughs> takes like three knees. <laughs> uh, yeah, Norhill shifts back into a little bit more of a combat stance when he does that. And so with yeah. that, yeah, and Charizak tightens his grip on his axe. Click is gonna attempt to stand up and walk in front of Norhill and Jarzak. So the to show that the, it's okay. The elf, Sirithal, throws his bow and his scimitar, which now, having thrown it, you guys can tell that the way that it was sheathed was kind of misleading. It's a double-headed scimitar. And yeah. throws it behind him and just oh. kind of approaches the party with absolutely no, like, no gear to him that looks combative. And again, takes a knee in front of you and says, I will give you what I can if you would please, please help me. Yeah, Klika, Klika will help you. Well, I accept the terms of your surrender. What do you need? <laughs> you can't understand it. It's still an <laughs> No, no. He knows when an elf is surrendering. It's natural. <laughs> it's a natural thing for dwarves. All right, I'll give it to <laughs> they you. can sense it. <laughs> Just proudly standing there. I accept the terms of your surrender. Has no idea any of the conversation. Nope. 
All right, all right. Quit your groveling. All right. Um, for that, uh, on his knee, he seems to be at about Tika's height, standing up in front of him. And he says, I can offer you what I can, but I must tell you that the customs of Elvish lands, I'm not permitted to el- enter Aesiris or the greater Thalvir Wood. I'm not allowed. And to go into such a place may damn my spirit more than, more than I, and he kind of stutters a little bit under the weight of what he says. And he starts scrapping around on his clothing and pulls out on his neck like a single key that looks to be made of silver. And he pulls out this big ornate silver key and he rips it off the chain and he like holds it dangling in his hands, quivering under his own trembling fingers. And he says, please, child of destiny, if all is true in the stars, you will need this. Please. Okay. Um, Kalika will hold on to it for now. But is there anything that you need Kalika to do to help? And he says, you may or may not be able to do this, but I, you will need to get, you will need to be allowed into Elvish lands. And to do such a thing will be no easy feat. But you will need to speak with the Shaysir. They they will tell you all you need to hear. And he kind of nods his head downward again. He says, if there's anything I can do, you may stay here for the evening. I may grant you safe passage, but I beg of you to help us. Yeah, Kalika will do whatever she can to help you out. Um, is my friend going to be okay? And she looks over at Jarzak. And again, giving that shameful elvish look, he says, I will not use him against his will, but he is of my coven and he will be one of my brethren for as long as he lives with this curse. Um, I think Klika's going to... Looks at Jarzak uh, like... Uh, <laughs> uh, see, this like kind of like disheveled, very apologetic, like, and like knowing that he can't go home itself in front of him. She's going to take the key from him uh, and then give him a hug. And so as Klika moves up and hugs him, Jarzak, you feel a certain itching in the back of your mind. And as you feel the itching, <laughs> something calls to you and says, Someone demands lordship over you. I'm afraid that is unacceptable, Jarzak. You know the no master beyond me. Kill this elf. Okay. Um. <laughs> so, <laughs> picks up Kleeka like a toddler. <laughs> gets a good old couple bat swings out with the weight on it. <laughs> Kleeka, like, he puts Kleeka down, like, facing away. She turns around to see what he's doing. She, he just turns her back around again. And she's like, oh, okay. It's a surprise. I got it. Uh, with that, uh, I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast at him. Oh, no. Okay. All right, you get advantage on it. 
And if you want to, you can cast your little curse on them too. I'll give it to oh, you. Oh, that'd be perfect. Thank you. <laughs> uh I might have already done that. But last since last time we rested, so your master gives it to you again. Fuck yeah. Let this be a lesson to NPCs who go against my <laughs> other NPCs. I'm not here to fuck around with myself. Uh 22 to hit. Yeah, okay. I think you hit him. And then TikTok, TikTok. Six damage. Oh. So with that, you whiff him in the back and he rolls over. And as he rolls over in the agony of it, by the time he finishes rolling, you see his fur starting to like grow out of his skin in a very dramatic sense. And his fingernails starting to shred through his finger skin. And it seems like this guy is growling behind teeth that are first coming in now. So let's roll for initiative as we see this scene unfolding. Uh, sorry, it's actually eight damage. I forgot to oh, add my plus two right. from the so curse. He drops dead. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be some shit? <laughs> oh, God. Okay, I got a 10. 16. Okay. 11. Two. Six. <laughs> okay, so it's going to go Norhill, Kalika, me, Anton, Jarzak. Yes. Okay, so after that, and seeing this guy rolling over on the ground, he still seems to be in his elvish form for the time being, Norhill. You're within five feet, Kalika's within five feet, Anton's within five feet, and Jarzak is about ten feet away. And your manacled friend is still there on the ground. Okay, Norhill is going to move up a little to stand directly between Jarzak and the elf, and just shout, no, uh, Jarzak! <laughs> Stand down. The enemy was tendering his surrender. You hear the voice in the back of your head itching and says, You know no masters but me. The sniveling dwarf stands here looking for an easy surrender. Punish those who would hold dominion over you, Jarzak. No, no master but me. Nor hell, I'm not about to let this man control my life. Boom. You get advantage on the next thing you do. <laughs> By the way, Norhill, having seen this, you can see Jarzak's eyes are kind of shifting in a weird kind of way to more of a darkened full, like like the dark of his pupil is starting to stretch in his eyes and kind of consume the majority of the rest of his eye. <laughs> Norhill's like... Ugh. Norhill is going to give Jarzak the opportunity to stand down. Oh no. I know how that's coming. Now, mind you, the way that the the way that the deceiver was speaking in your head, it didn't seem like he was saying kill Norhill by any means. Okay. It's literally I, 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 saying, I get it. I get okay. it. I'm just saying <laughs> okay. so you don't go on to like just kill Jarzak them all. starts freaking out. I must kill them all. <laughs> like, I don't think that's what we said. I said, and I'm just know. getting those like wee woo wee woo I'm just standing there menacingly <laughs> he's in the mail but okay 
So Cleek is up if uh, Norhill's turn is over. Norhill's turn is over. Okay. Did you want to assume a defensive stance while you've got the opportunity? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've got the action. Yeah, uh, take the dodge action. Cool. All right, Cleco, you're up. Cleco uh, is going to run over next to um, Sirithal. Sirithal? Yep. And, uh, like, put herself also, like, over him and just sort of, like, in Elvish, tell him that it's going to be all right and Klika will fix this. Oh, that sounds so depressing. Uh, and then Klika's going to stand up and look at Jarzak and Orgish say, Jarzak, is it... Is it still hurting? Jarzak said it has to. I have to. <laughs> oh, poor Klinka. I'm like, hey, the child of Desku is here to save the world. Jarzak chops the head off like, you're not my dad. <laughs> All right, so how's Klinka going to react to that? Come on. Jarzak, you have to you have to be able to you have to be able to say that this is what you really want. Not what you have to do, but what you want to do. In Orcus, just Glika, I have to. Well, Klika doesn't want you to, and then Klika's gonna pull uh, bonus action, pull out Shadow Blade, and stand in front of uh, Sirithal. Oh boy! Well, all right. Okay. So now on Sirithal's turn, it knocks Klika to the ground clean with a sweep. Uh, can you give me an athletics check? Can I do acrobatics instead? Yeah. Never mind. I got an at 20. Okay. And with that, <laughs> as the half tiger, weird spooky tiger man jumps up, he like goes to knock you to the ground in a way, um, like very forcibly as if like all the respect he had for you now that this has happened, he like kind of taps into what appears to be a part of him that's been hardened over again, the centuries of this behavior and rushes straight up to Jarzak and runs in for quite a bit of a hard melee assault. I'm going to go ahead and... Oh, goodness me. Okay. All right, so... I got a 17 and a 15. What's your armor class? Jarzak, I'm imagining your armor class isn't that great. Oh, uh, it's a 14. Oh. All right. Well, in that case, uh, the two raking claws of the tiger in full fury come rushing over to you, and it attacks. Okay. It deals a total of 18 Wait, it, points it made, of damage. It made it past everybody? Uh, and yeah. onto the ice? It was only within five feet of everybody, right? Oh, jeez. Yeah. So 18 points of damage from both of its reeking tiger claws. Oh, Christ. Okay. Drazak's down. 
<laughs> and so with that, the tiger uh, continues its assault and it like lunges over your unbreathing corpse on the ground and it goes to start chewing on your neck. What the hell? All right, and I hit, so you take one additional death save. This has just been a, a, a little side quest of you rolling. Isn't, the that, an au- isn't that auto two fails? Oh, is it two or is it yeah. one? I thought it was two if you get shadow striked, right? Shadow strike? Is that a term? Yeah, shadow strike. Hit him while they're down. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It, it is two, right, Ryan? Yeah, because I mean, it, it counts be as a, a critical fail. Yeah. So as if I've only I've only really heard of it counting as just one, but all right, there's that I suppose. All right, we just up the ante. Thank you, Jarzak. So yeah, so is numb on his throat and he's laying there taking it. So now we go to Anton of Glory Wake. Uh, your friend is a tiger lunchable. What are you gonna do about it? Oh no! Uh, I just hack or heal. <laughs> <laughs> he popped, oh. o- popped him open like a gogurt. <laughs> that boy got <laughs> he got snapped into like a slim gym. But is there any chance of me getting the Jarzak and healing him without him getting attacked? Jarzak is at your feet being chewed on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but can Anton reach? <laughs> I hope so. Well, he can reach. I'm hitting him up with a cure wounds. You know, and the rules of 5e are just fucky like that, too, that you casting it means he stabilizes, and then he's still underneath this thing. Yeah. And he's just going to get smacked again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no. So how much health do you give an Anton? That's a question. Nice. Come on, what do you got, Anton? God damn it. D8 plus... Ten. Yeah, 10. 10 points. I mean, hell, that's better than what you were at. So now you're at what? 10 health? Yep. Yeah. Cool beans. All right. So what's that look like, Anton? What's what's Anton looking like during this tiger snack fest? Just like, he's just in shock and just dives in to try to like do whatever he can to close the wounds <laughs> before he takes care of Mr. <laughs> the tiger. He's just like... It's if he has like turn. lay on his body and like protect him, he'll do it. Wait, he's well, like you wouldn't be fuck? able to get in there. Okay. This thing's like pinned him to the ground, to sitting well, over him. So you just grip, like a straight hand. There's <laughs> no way as a bonus action I could just like try to like shove it or whack it or something, kind of like when you hit a, like a cat and just punch it. No, like, you get it out of the way. As a as a bonus action. Um, uh, I'll tell you what, uh, we can say that you being in there for the cure wounds, I'll have you, if you want to, you can roll an athletics check to try to wrestle into there. I know your strength is super on par with a wear tiger. So let's see if you can climb into it. Uh, uh, I'll try. Come on, Anton. Bless his Okay, so with that, Anton seeing this, you jump in and climb into the three-man melee wrestle there as you climb in and heal Jarzak. Jarzak awakens in the middle of this, but this tiger is holding both of you down, and you're managing to, like, usurp that grapple. So it's just, like, a cartoonish, like, scrabbling of limbs just rolling around on the floor right now. And now it goes to Jarzak. 
You're muted. So, am I <laughs> muted? Okay, yeah, so. okay. Uh, am I grappled? Then, uh, yes, or just no. pr- knocked prone? You're just knocked prone. For okay, the uh, then... Technically, Anton's actually holding it in a grapple. You're just knocked prone. Okay, good. Then Where to go, Anton? I'm going to use my bonus action to stand up. Get closer to it. Okay. You're in base uh, contact. Perfect. And then I'm going to disengage and move 30 feet away. Anton now is being fucking feline feasted. Okay. Are you going to shoot something at it or is that? Uh, that that's all my action oh, economy. Uh, thanks. Thanks, Anton. That, yeah, I was looking pretty bloody if you didn't notice from those boars. You uh, feel that itching sensation in the back of your head again and it beckons to you and says, you are not worthy of your gifts. And you have lost all prepared spells that you have right now. Perfect. I wasn't running. Fuck. <laughs> uh, okay. I know. It was a tactical disengage. <laughs> I know. I don't think he does. But with that, okay. And now it goes to Norhill on the top. Right. Uh, Norhill's going to walk up behind the tiger. Um, can he flank with Ant- uh, Anton? Yeah. It's at disadvantage because it's grappled by Anton. I also just love that, like, I don't know, there's a weird breathing moment where Klika and Anton are both, like, holding this thing and it's like, wait, you can stop. We can stop this. And Norhill comes up, like, finally, me and the stupid orc agree on something. <laughs> just go to Pike. It's like the only thing worse than an elf. There's enough that's also an angry cat. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a non-lethal strike for what it's worth. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Is a dirty 20 going to hit? Yep. So he swings in um, with the hammer side of the hook hammer. Okay. Um, and he's going to make that a goading attack, actually. Okay. Just ball pin hammered in the back of the head and just like hit me instead. Like, I think I can arrange that. Uh, so that's going to be 13 total points of damage. Okay. And a DC 14 wisdom save as <laughs> more hills uh, comes in shouting, Are you satisfied? And so it turns over its head snarling at you. I definitely failed on the uh, the save, by the way. Seems like it's definitely coming towards so you now. It's going to have disadvantage on any attacks that are not against me. Okay. Which Norhill is currently bloodied, so. Those bars are going to last much longer. Than... Hey, this is what I like to think is more of a cinematic combat than anything, where I kill the party, but then I can just defend it by saying, but look at the character growth. <laughs> 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 All right, Cleeks. Uh, One child of destiny. I have the destiny. <laughs> Hold up your shadow blade. So the where tiger is currently grappled, correct? Yep, with a Norhill-sized hammer print in the back of its head. 
Does it seem any? What's the chill level on this tiger right now? Uh, ferocity, Defcom eight. Oh fuck! <laughs> I hate to see what ten is and what ten looks like. I just got a little higher next time. Um. Yeah, I guess Klika will try and or is gonna make uh, an attack on him as well. Just try and you know. Knock him out. Okay. The I will say this much. I mean, obviously you get advantage. When you approach to attack it, it has that look of like fear beneath its broken and bleeding face. It looks up at you in a way of like it too clique. Anton's gonna yell like don't hit him. <laughs> He's just trying to restrain him, but not like he just sees us attacking us, provoking and making it worse. I guess the Klika, uh the other bugbear is still like tied up on the manacles, right? Yep. Uh, Klika is going to, I guess, can she take the manacles off of that bugbear and put them on the were tiger? Mm, I'll tell you what, if Anton can continue to hold a grapple for the next turn, yes. Okay, that's what Klika will try and do then. We'll have you undo the manacles on the bugbear. Norhill can kind of finish up by joining in. Unless Norhill wants to join in on the on the grapple and try to hold him down. That could definitely happen as well. Um, but yeah, we'll say that you rush over and undo the manacles on the uh, bugbear real quick. Unless Jarzak's going to help with this. You're probably, probably not. Okay. <laughs> probably not. So wait, you said he doesn't have any of his prepared. Do you mean he lost all devils in Warlock, essentially? Like he doesn't have no. any cantrips or spells? or No, no, no. I'm just saying the use of your leveled spells are gone. So cantrips I can still use? Yes. Perfect. That's what I was going to ask the you on my slot. turn. I, yeah, the spell slots okay. I have rid of. But... I, I haven't had spell slots at all this whole fight, so that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. The Warlock, everybody. Um, but okay. So in that case, Kleek is going to undo the manacles. Anton, did you want to continue to try to hold the grapple? Oh, wait, sorry. I try to break the grapple real quick. I'm sure this won't work out poorly for you. And this takes up my action for the turn, which is so fun. All right, go ahead and you can roll against it, uh, to maintain it with athletics. Or acrobatics, if that's higher. Oh, no, you have to do... Yeah. yeah, you have to do athletics to hold it. Yeah, the escaper can do either. I even might not. No, I don't, I don't think I held it. What'd you get? I, I got a four. Oh, no. <laughs> so that it busts out of it and stands up, prepared to attack again in a second on, well, Norhill, I guess. Okay, and now it goes to your turn, Anton. Anton's just going to look toward Klika and say, Klika, stop this. <laughs> Clica, knock it off! Clica, tell him to stop. Yeah, Clica, why'd you do this? And so he kind of, and he kind of just looks at Jarzak. He's like, "What did you do?" Um, just in shock at the whole situation. Clica doesn't think he's gonna listen to Clica right now. We need to restrain him and then get Jarzak out of here. 
You know what it does to an animal when you try to restrain an animal? It makes it worse. He's going to chew his limbs off. Guys, we're going to win. <laughs> Anton, you just have to... You got to get Jarzak away. He just starts annoying you, and then he's going to like get to his feet, and he's going <laughs> to... Jarzak's already left. <laughs> Jarzak's already gone. It's like we gotta get Jarzak out of here. But make sure, make sure you heal Norhill on the way out. I guess I'll do that first. He'll get up. Do a Uh, healing word. Well, actually, no. I guess yeah, just a regular cure if you got it. Yeah, I have a regular cure. Booch, boo, boo, booch, boo, booch, boo, boo, booch. Uh, Norhill gets five points of health back. <laughs> oh, good. And then he's just gonna start trying to get Jarzak out of the area. He doesn't really know what the... Well, Jarzak's already 30 feet away, so I mean, by the time you get over there next to him... I mean, was your plan just to escort him out of there? Yeah, that kind of felt like the best thing to do. Okay. Okay, He's got so those then... weird eyes right now. Just fucking open the light right into his eyes. <laughs> Give him the boop and then just drag him out. Okay. Um, alrighty. And so now it uh, goes to Jarzak. Uh, okay. So Jarzak sees Anton coming up to him. He's going to move another 30 feet away. And just under his breath, there's only one master for me. And shoot an Eldritch Blast. And Anton? All right, go no. ahead. I, I thought I heard Anton. You should nope. answer. Right? Uh, 17 to hit. Okay, that's good. What's Anton's armor class? Oh. oh. <laughs> no. Oh, hold on. Is, did the tiger stand up after breaking out? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Remember, if it did it, it would have been at disadvantage. That's fine. 17 was... Uh, what do we got for damage? Eight damage. So another one whiffs across the frozen lane. It's just like, could you stop? Hey, could I tell how thick the ice is? Does uh, it seem it like it could take a hit? I mean, it looked like if one of those boars had slammed it with their hammer, it probably could have cracked it pretty good. Or uh, okay. if Anton had missed with the uh, Scorching Ray, it probably could have melted okay. it a bit. Because that would be the easiest solution to Jarsac's problems. All right. Especially if you melted it and used that weird frosty ring that you had to freeze it around them. Could you imagine? Yep, but it's, <laughs> like, not, it's, not melt, it's not melted, so. <laughs> I swallow my ring to freeze my insides. Um, okay, so is that it for your turn? Uh, yeah. Okay. And now it goes to the top of the round to Norhill. All right, uh, how's the, the tiger looking? Uh, close to bloodied, but not fully there. The ferocity is unmatched. Klinka does have the manacles now. She just needs to get back over there. So, mm-hmm. all right, yeah, Norhill's going to just all of a sudden leap forward and try to get the tiger in a big bear hug. Good old Norhill, bear hugging the tiger. What a team the classic team. dwarven leap where there's almost no vertical; it's all horizontal. <laughs> that's a 17 on the athletics check to grapple all right i got an eight to dodge it so with that you thunk on him grabbing around him like a tree and fell him knocking him to the ground holding him there and then Klika comes over with manacles yeah snaps him on him 
and he's snarling and pulling and you can see that the metal on the chains strains a little bit under his full strength but not enough to like actually break it and then we're gonna make our scooby-doo getaway is jarzak gonna make a scooby-doo getaway uh not not yet (laughs) okay yeah, so Clink is going to start moving towards Jarzak and Anton. Okay. And if, if she ever gets to Jarzak, is going to attempt to force him to continue moving. Now we got at least two movements. So is Jarzak just going to keep whiffing them? Yeah. Is Anton going to do anything about it? Anton's going to hit him with a daylight. Try to shock the whatever the hell's going on his head out of him. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think how to work that. Yeah, because their eyes are all kinds of fucky like that, and you've been channeling a lot of that darker power like that. I'll say that with the daylight, you I have... I thought a... I lost all my darker power. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and so with that, you have the, uh, you have like a moment where you get sort of a, a glimmer of Jarzak looking at Jarzak as the light of the lantern gleams super bright over here in the tree cover for a second as the sun's, you know, pretty much on its way to setting. All of a sudden it just blinding solar flare over here for a second. And Jarzak, when his head's reeling back with that intense exposure, all of a sudden you have a moment of like, again, Jarzak viewing Jarzak. Like you look over your shoulders at yourself and you see an orc with paled skin from a near-death experience before after another near-death experience, after having been pitted so harshly against this tiger creature for having its, you know, little cohort accidentally wounding you with this, and almost apologetically, I, I know this is an elvish, but almost apologetically admitting that you're part of the group now, like, you see the tenacity in your own actions, and for a second, you have a moment of, like, unfiltered view of that, a very objective glance, but as you feel that, like, stun grenade, like, you know, whistle in your ear, start to fade away. You start to have your eyes readjust to the uh, normal light around you. Uh, I guess you go back to a typical Jarzak mood. Oh, Anton, what the heck is that for? How do you attack Uh, Anton? Guys, it's, it's the only way I can think to stop this curse. There are other ways to stop curses. Not simply through death. Kill the ones who gave it to you. No. I will also say that one you definitely did not hear because that one was an elvish. What? Wasn't that one an elvish? You, or were you just going off with the master? I, I was. Charzak is just bullshitting right now. Oh, I mean, the master also <laughs> did tell him that he was cursed, and also the where Tiger made his uh, jaw open like a fucking cash register. Yeah, that's, that's fair. But yeah, I'm just and, saying, and, the logic he, of killing him to end it. He, yeah, well, he also about. well, he also said that uh, if he died, then there's still his elders who would carry on, but not his kin. So I put that together as that's fair. That's fair. I'm just double checking. So, We've so had a lot like, of elvish kind of hangups in this. Yeah, episode, yeah, yeah. So I just but want the, to make sure everything else is like elvish, but he's yeah. like. I, it's all elvish to me. I don't know if it's that boar we have to kill or if it's uh. the tiger, but I'm. Safer doing both. I'm gonna goose the boar that's already knocked out. Okay. It don't forget at disadvantage because it's prone. 
It's unconscious though, so I'll give it to you at flat. The sixteen to hit. Okay, that's good. For four damage. Okay, and so you whiff the thing, and it rolls over and starts to stand up over next to Norhill, holding the uh, where Tiger down. <laughs> well, actually, he's all manacled now, so I guess that's fine. But yeah, so the bugbear starts standing up near Norhill and Kliga. Okay. So I'm gonna move thirty more feet away. <laughs> retreat, retreat. <laughs> okay. And now it's Norhill and Kleeka standing next to Manacled Tiger. Um, are you two both going to just try to run out of here? Yes. Um, how well, far away is Jarzak? 90 feet now? Yeah, 90, yeah. Uh, Norhill is going to move up 30 feet, drawing a crossbow, saying, I told you to stand down, Jarzak, so stand down. I told you I don't want to live with this curse. I'm Better okay just killing. I, no, I'm okay just killing the boar. We can leave the tiger if it works. Okay, I have a question. Can Anton do a dodge check to see if lycanthropy is actually solved by <laughs> killing? Um, that would be a religion. I mean, a, a nature check. If you Which, kill your licking daddy, do you stop mind. being a, a licking lickin dude? Yeah, Jarzak did get a 20 on his uh, nature for the, when he, we first saw the tiger kind of lurking around us. And this, this I did, yeah. well, I did know that you, like, pretty much you need a remove curse, but. Because this is not how, like, empathy works at all. Yep. This is your last chance, Jarzak. Stand down, and you might not have to worry. Or you might not have to worry about living with the curse. Oh, shit. Oh, Sights down the crossbow. Jarzak, we're about to go back to Glory Wake. There's a lot of powerful clerics and healers there. I'm sure one of them could help you. Isn't Anton the most powerful cleric we know? <laughs> That's... What? And if Anton, like, Anton whoa, 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 can, whoa, whoa, you, can you remove this curse from me? The answer is no, you can't. Uh, no, I can't. <laughs> we're, wounds. we're about to bring someone back from the dead. I'm sure there's someone there who can help you. And as you guys are yelling about this, the tiger and manacles on the ground, which has apparently shifted back to its elven form, yells out and says, you cannot destroy the curse of the wild. And yells it out in the common tongue, almost spitting at the words and says, you must destroy the maker. And who's the and maker? It yells over to Kleeka again and says, child of destiny, if it shall be done, let it be woven into this story that you killed me. Let it be the destiny written by the child. Kleeka's gonna just scream in, out in draconic, no one has to die here. <laughs> and then nobody <laughs> understands it. Yeah. Oh no. That's a lot, that uh, begs a lot of philosophical questions. But anyway. I told you. If he dies, I'll be fine. He's been killing the rangers out here. Why are you sparing him? Norhill, I would think you would want to take him out as well. He keep surrendered. How do you know that? 
because he was kneeling a bunch, getting close to Klika. And then he snapped instantly, didn't he? You snapped snapped keep... because you attacked. He promised he was going to leave them alone, that him and his kin were going to go somewhere else. We can all leave, Jarzak. We can just go. Who else is he going to hurt, though, when he leaves? In a new location. They're going to still feed on people. Just somewhere else. Either either way, how do you not see that that's bad? Just because they're not killing people here? Jarzak, there's very little we know. Extremely little we know. That they laugh about killing and eating rangers. Yeah, we know that. There was that one werewolf that one time. He was pretty all right. Yeah. Werewolves, cool. There's none here. (laughs) (laughs) Saw a werewolf rip a dude in half once. It was pretty righteous. I'm gonna get that. uh, I'm gonna get that tattooed later. It's on Klika's tattoo list. I didn't know we had a tattoo list. All right. So anyway. With that, at the stalemate of Norhill still looking down the iron sights at Jarzak, still mustering Eldritch power in his hands. Anton and Klika both trying to be middlemen on this. Or middle goblins. Um, what's what's the outcome? How's Jarzak going to do with this? The voice is not in your head at any point in, anymore. Uh, with that, Jarzak, I think it'll finally like click that it, the voice isn't there right now. And he'll have this like eldritch blast like essentially bubbling up in his hand ready to blast and then it kind of just like fizzles out and he drops his hand okay yeah. and then like a round later Norhill will drop the crossbow and remove the bolt from it fair enough and the bugbear gets behind Klika and breaks her neck <laughs> <laughs> breaches yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so Click is just gonna start moving towards the exit and whisper or shout back in Elvish before she goes. Um on my my name is Clica Thorelius. I promise that I will do right by you. And your people, and then head off. No, hold on. Norhill is going to. So <laughs> the way that the manacles work is it's just regular wrist manacles, then another chain that attaches to foot manacles. Yeah. Norhill is going to like you know grab the chain that connects the two. It was sort of lift. He uh, lifts the elf up to his feet. It seems that we're the victors here. You're coming with us. No. Oh boy. Hey, we brought a were tiger back to town. <laughs> Fair enough. He surrendered, and he'll come and face the queen's justice. Oh. So just before, like, uh... we, before we would revol- resolve this situation, and so we shall. Damn. Look at that. That is just the Norhill way. I'm getting flashbacks to the queen's justice line, and then oh, yeah. jumping also, head off again. Also, the whole mission why we were here, guys. That's you know, another good point of mine. Uh, thanks, Norhill, for bringing that up. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the Jarzak twist. Uh, 
Oh, God. Okay, so you guys are just going to drag him back like that? Erica doesn't feel good about this. He was never totally into grabbing somebody, but when he knew he had to get back, he just wanted to speed it up. But, <laughs> <laughs> but suddenly, this intense him. moral conundrum sort of brought Anton back to the present. <laughs> I mean, we did have a mission to come down here to put a stop to this, so, or figure out what was going on. Yeah, I don't... Uh, Anton doesn't feel good about this. So, what's there to feel bad about? Uh, this man is a brigand and a criminal and he surrendered to us. What did you think was going to happen? I didn't think we were going to drag him back and have who knows what happens. You trust that much of our queen? Of the man who met us that we barely knew? Yes, no, I don't. But I need her and her people. Yeah, this episode is just shots back and forth from everybody. What is up with these one-liners back and forth? And in Orcish, Charles is going to... Tell Kleeka, if you can't find a healer who can remove the curse, I will kill him. There are just so many layers here right now. <laughs> <laughs> like the end of a season where it's just like six. It almost reminds me of like the end of a Letter Kenny season where it's just like six bop, bop, bops. And it's just like, what the fuck? She's pregnant? How did that just get stuck <laughs> Right? But okay. And so with that, do you guys, do you take the, the elf back? What was the yep. uh, goblin word for promise we came up with? You know, you ask me. Yeah, something like that. Uh, is gonna pull out Flicker and walk over to Jarzak and hold out her hand and and Orcish say, "It's a promise on my blood," and give a little slice across the palm, and then. Hand uh, Jarzak Flicker to do the same, so we can make uh, the promise. Click, I'm way too weak for this. <laughs> he just drops dead. <laughs> just okay. don't cut yourself super hard. Okay, I critted. Oh god, <laughs> I cut the hand off. Jarzak goes get, down. <laughs> yeah, it gets the max damage on the two d four. And so with that, do you do that? Jarzak? Yeah. Okay. So they just see you guys swearing a blood bond as, as Antony Norhill are arguing about dragging the elf back in chains. What happened in this episode is my <laughs> A lot. <laughs> just immediately easy. turn around, listen to the raw recording, figure it out. <laughs> nah, I won't do that. But anyway, um, with that, Anton, uh, sorry, Ronnie, it looks like you got something you want to say. Like what's the where what's the what's the wearboard doing? What are the did the other ones are they like gonna come out? Like this feels like this is gonna upset some big balance stuff here and I'm, he's getting worried. Does somebody else want to take this line for me about how when have we ever cared about the balance of nature? When have we ever cared about the balance of nature? <laughs> pluck a hydra, you pluck a wear tiger, it's all the same. Damn. That <laughs> What is this episode? <laughs> a lot of meta commentary Anton on a lot of things. Anton just looks at Norhill and he's like, he comes to the church. He does not go to those rangers. He does not go to that man with whatever he had. He comes to the church and we see what we can solve first. The rangers are the ones who wanted our help, though. If you but and This Jay. man is cursed, as are you. 
if you insist. That is our priority. And so with that, the elf not only helps you guys get back offering with, you know, Anton offering this sort of sensible, peaceable sort of way of getting back. The were tiger actually helps guide you guys through the Thalvir Wood and you make it back in borderline record time a couple days later. And after entering the church and explaining the plight of the elf who doesn't ever take on the tiger form at any point during any of this, they say that the only person who would be able to help is the high priest Thrail. And it seems like the ritual is just about completed the day that you guys arrive. So after leaving the were tiger there, still manacled and being tended to by the priests, by the next day, um, not only is there a gonging of the bell at the church and the light is at full mass, but as Anton and Clickable stay at the church, people hurriedly begin running around at the first crack of daylight as it appears two people leave the prayer chamber in the basement. And that is where we're going to end the episode. Hey everybody, it's the Young Grognard here. I want to say thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast. If you have anything you'd like to tell me, any questions or concerns, shoot me a tweet over at YGrognard on Twitter, or send me an email at younggrognard at gmail.com. As always, keep it real, and more importantly, keep it dungeonous. Thanks.